Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. So the first thing I want to say is that this isn't just for people who have low motivation to row, okay? If you're really feeling up for it today, then this is a great row that will give you a good variation of how you're rowing and you're going to come out the other end of it feeling like you've had a great workout. But for the people that are sitting there thinking... I know I should row, but I just don't want to. This is a great row, okay? This will hopefully blow away any of those cobwebs and you'll get into the groove and you'll enjoy it. Or if nothing else, you'll just get moving for a wee while and you'll go, all right, at least I've ticked that box, okay? What we're going to do is first off, we're not going to do a warm-up. We're going to incorporate the warm-up into the main session, all right? We're just going to do our four minutes warm-up and then we're going to roll right into the rest of the row. And the rest of the row is ultimately a 40-minute row. But for the people that are kind of low-motivated, I don't want you to think about that. What I want you to think about is four minutes, and then another four minutes, and then another four minutes, all right? Don't think about the whole. Don't think about the 40, because that's going to make you just go, I don't want to do that. Okay, so just four minutes at a time. So what we're going to do is the four-minute warm-up, then we're going to row for four minutes, and then you're going to spend 30 seconds doing either power strokes, which means you hold your same stroke rate, but you get a lot more power from your legs by pushing harder, or you're going to go into a sprint, you're either by upping your stroke rate or by upping your stroke rate and adding power for 30 seconds, and then you're going to go, go back to the pace you were rowing at before. Now, I'm going to say round about 20 strokes a minute and 2K plus 18 pace for those that are really kind of up for doing a proper structured row. If you're feeling less motivated, just go on, climb on, do some rowing for three and a half minutes. Don't worry about it. Just worry about these 30 second chunks. I'm going to alternate between power strokes and sprints just to try and make it a little bit more interesting. I kind of suggest the same for you, but it might be that you're like, I just want to do power strokes for a while. And then you can go up and do some sprints or whatever. The point being that what I hope is that these little 30 second spurts and then going back to the three, three and a half minutes of just rowing and kind of just thinking that All right, I'm not, I'll make sure not row with bad technique that eventually, after two or three of these, you're going to go, oh, all right, I'm actually feeling a lot better now. I'm actually going to think about this and hold a little bit more of a structured pace. And then before you know it, the 40 minutes will be done and you'll be like, hey, I'm not just ticked a box. I've had a good workout. All right. So let's get into uh, the start of the row. Like I say, we're starting with the four minute warm up as I normally do it. Um, and then we're going to crash on with the rest of the row. But we still have to set up our machine first. So let's go straight to the front of the concept two and get drag factor where you want it to be. If you don't know about drag factor, please check out the video I have on the YouTube channel. I usually set mine to run about 125, but I actually raised mine up to 140 um, for the cross team challenge this month. So I'm leaving it there just so I can get a little bit of a feel for the weight and trying to kind of just work on a little bit of strength. But listen, drag factor is such a subject that I'm not going to get too into it. If you're not on a concept two, then just set the resistance or whatever you have so that it's heavy enough that you feel like you're getting a good stroke out of it, but not so heavy that you have to heave your back against it. Next up, if you're able to, set your monitor at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, if you can set your foot plate height, then I want you to set it to a point where you're able to get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically comfortably okay if your feet are too high you might not quite be able to get there or your heels will have to come right off in order to get you there if you're set too low you might go flying straight past that vertical position which causes oh problems oh no it causes like power leaks really potential for injury too so 
that's the setup of the machine. Like I say, we're going to go straight through a four minute warm up as we would normally do it, but then we're going to kick in directly into the rest of the row, okay? I will keep you right for when you are doing things and changing things. Do not worry about it. You're in safe hands with me. Just pay attention when I kind of go blah, and that's the rest of it. Just, yeah, if you're having a low motivation day, then just put your motivation in my hands, okay? But don't worry, I'm not going to shout at you. You do that. All right, are we ready? So our warm up, we're just gonna take nice and gentle, round about 20 strokes a minute, just enough of a push that you can feel yourself uh, increasing your heart rate, maybe around about 2K plus 18 to 20 pace, okay? Here we go then, in three, two, one, and we're off. Now I really don't want you to worry too much about your pace if you're not feeling too motivated to row. All I want you to think about is just putting in some kind of a push from your legs. But the important thing is posture, okay? So regardless of any power you're putting into the machine, I want to make sure, or I want you to make sure, that you at least have good posture with your back. That means sitting up and feeling a little bit more powerful. You might not be putting the power in, but just straighten up your posture and make sure that you are still tilting forwards into the front of the machine. And then you are rocking over your hips into that backward lean. And if that all seems a little bit like too much hard work, just slow down the stroke rate or ease off the power. I just want you to think about rocking forwards and backwards, making sure that push of your feet connects in to your hands so that the handle connects to the flywheel at the same time. And then in four strokes time, we're gonna put one foot on the ground. So get ready. Maybe start unstrapping if you need to. Put one foot on the ground and carry on rowing. And things effort-wise should get a lot easier you've only got one leg strapped in and you shouldn't be trying to hold the same pace that you're rowing at with two legs and this is going to help ease you off as you continue to rock back and forwards swap your feet and then keep on rowing your compression into the front should get, should kind of open your hips up a bit more. It improves your flexibility. And then two strokes time, put both feet back in to the straps. Straighten your legs and roll with your back and arms. So swing over your hips, pull in your arms, then out with your arms, swing over your hips. 
The important part is that initial rock as you swing back over your hips that you do it with straight arms to pick up the power of the machine then pull in your arms last one roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and that forward lean and push out with your legs don't have to be too powerful here I just want you to concentrate on your body position the nice straight arms and that connection timing of the push of your legs to the pickup of your hands one more here and then we're going to continue into full rowing here we go so if you're aiming for a proper training pace then I want you to go for a run about 20 strokes per minute and 2k plus 18 pace but if you're still building up the motivation or nursing a hangover <laughs> seriously kids don't drink then just row okay maybe pick a stroke rate but just put in as much power as you feel you can and then we'll just hold this effort level until this four minute section is up and then we will do either 30 seconds of power strokes or 30 seconds of sprints like I say I don't want you to think about the full row just always the four minutes in front of you but even if you only make it 20 minutes in and you still go uh, I'm done then don't be too disappointed sometimes it's just the wrong day to be rowing that said you kind of need to work out why what's led to the drop in motivation is it because you've been rowing so much that your brain is frazzled is it because yesterday you had quite a big day in terms of food and drink and so your body is feeling sluggish in which case a 40 minute row will hopefully see you good which is a good reason why this is a low effort row with just these 30 second spurts injections 
of intensity kind of that roller coaster for your heart rate will stop you from being pushed too much because you really don't want to put too much strain on your body if you are feeling run down because lord knows if you've had too much to drink your body doesn't respond very well or at least mine doesn't okay three strokes time and i'm going to start doing power strokes okay after this one here we go then so just push harder with your legs your connection should still be the same forward lean or forward tilt over your hips arms straight and then you push with the legs last one alright back to whatever your maintenance rate and pace is for today and that's another four minutes gone hopefully your head's clearing a bit I mean I know for me sometimes it's not about the rowing it's about everything else be it everything else rowing related like the pressure of training and keeping your pace up or fitness up or meeting a coach's schedule and demands can all really weigh quite heavily on you sometimes to the point that you just think you don't want to row and it's got nothing to do with the actual workout it's the weight of expectation that can do it to you or maybe it's just life that gets in the way maybe you've just started reading a good book or playing a great game you've picked up a new instrument or you're just watching a really good TV show and all of that is kinda taking priority in terms of your brain space and you'd much rather be doing any of them than dedicating an hour or well 40 minutes on the rowing machine but just remember this little session here is just a great maintenance row 
It's like a stocking filler. Just throw this one in when you don't know what to do or don't know if you can do it. And it'll just keep your body ticking along so you shouldn't lose any strength, fitness or speed compared to if you did nothing today. All right, so four strokes time. I'm gonna take the stroke rate up and go to sprint pace. Last one. Here we go. I'm gonna go up to 30. And I'm at round about my 2K pace. Just pushing with the legs and making sure to only pull at the back of the stroke. Last one for me. And back down to the maintenance pace. Heart rate jumps up. Huh. My heart rate is not on screen. That's disappointing. What is it? 141 after that sprint. As much as I'm not really the kind of person that uses heart rate to gauge the intensity I should be rowing at in terms of UT1, UT2, threshold training and stuff. I do put quite a lot of faith in my heart rate for recovery. Be that recovery during intervals or day-to-day -day recovery. And this kind of ties quite nicely into the why don't you feel motivated today thing. Where if you have a way to measure your heart rate variation, HRV, you, and you suffer from this lack of motivation quite often, you might want to look into HRV. I just have a simple app on my phone called Athletic that connects to my Apple Watch. And then every day it tells me how much I've recovered. <clears throat> and I don't plan my training schedules around that. But what I do is post-analyze, if that makes a sense. 
for any sense. So if my watch says I'm 100% recovered and it's a sprint day and I do really well, I can go, huh. But if it's only 60% recovered and I do well, then I just don't trust the thing. <laughs> okay, five strokes. We get into our next set of power strokes. Remember, I'm alternating. Here we go, then last stroke. Power strokes. Push. Remember, your power comes from pushing the machine away from you and holding that forward angle to let the power just travel through your body and into the handle. Last one. All right, back down to maintenance pace. I think the problem with motivation sometimes can be waiting for it to come, waiting for the motivation fairy to turn up to your doorstep, sprinkle some fairy dust on you and then set you on about your day that just doesn't happen motivation doesn't really come from nowhere it needs to be built you can be inspired so say you were watching the Olympics you see the rowing and you're like man I really need to get back on the machine then you've been inspired to do so but then you still need to be motivated to get on and actually row and that's what breaking today's row down into four minute chunks really does that you're not thinking too far ahead ideally when it comes to a low motivation day you only want to think as far as where's my shirt, shoes and socks sorry, shorts you need to wear shorts shirt, shoes, shorts no shocks I'm not Sean Connery <laughs> you can wear shocks no I wear shocks unless it's summer <laughs> But if you can just think about 
where your training kit is and get it on. That two minutes is the most important when it comes to your motivation to row. Because once you are suited and booted, you can just climb on and just start rowing. You don't even need to have a plan. Not even anything like today. You just climb on and row. Okay, three strokes. And I'm going up to my sprint. 30 seconds. Here I go. So remember, get that power from the legs and that will increase your drive speed and then get the handle away nice and quick to increase your recovery two more for me last one back down to maintenance and we're past halfway now so hopefully now that we are hearing Bon Jovi sing in the background because we are past halfway there you're like you know I've made it this far there's only a few more of these four minute chunks to go I'm just going to keep going and then you can earn yourself that spot on the couch again because although I talk about rows being either low intensity mid intensity or top intensity a row like this kind of mixes it all up so right now you're at that low intensity the bottom of the intensity pyramid and then when you put in those power strokes depending on how hard you push you're probably mid intensity and then once you put in the sprint 30s but that will hopefully feel like you're dipping your toe into the top max intensity but only for 30 seconds so you don't have to worry about it you can do 30 seconds because you know you've got this recovery maintenance three and a half afterwards 
and I'm not asking anyone with low motivation to worry about pace during these three and a half minute pieces I only want you to think about those 30 seconds the next one of which is about to come up in five strokes time all right here we go then where are we this time power strokes two one here we go then push that machine away from you push try and get it through the wall if you need to swear at it call it a bad name pretend you're Roy from Ted Lasso <clears throat> one more and back into maintenance pace that's my current binge watch on TV right now Ted Lasso on Apple TV I'm not really a football fan sorry, soccer <laughs> so I've kind of avoided it but I do find him very funny so Julie and I were looking for something to watch a couple of weeks ago and I have a free Apple TV trial so I thought why not and we're now properly addicted to it two episodes a night and once the kids are in bed we have our Ted Lasso moments but it is kind of in its own way if you can see through the comedy and even the drama of it it's a very inspiring program in terms of the work you put in sometimes pays off and on the days it doesn't you don't throw in the towel so if you have been training for a 2k for four or five weeks and then you do your 2k race or 2k time trial to see how you got on and it doesn't work out as planned the important thing is that you haven't put all of your eggs into the 2k basket you don't want your time trial to be the pass fail of your motivation sure listen if you get 
a really good 2k time it feels amazing but you don't want a bad time to make you throw in the towel and say oh can't be bothered with this anymore I've been there before a poor 2k and then straight on the phone to Sam saying how it must be my training but he's always careful to say the training works it's the performance on the day that doesn't go right three two one here we go with some sprints quite fitting really that I'm up at 2k pace having just been talking about rowing a 2k trust me that wasn't planned <laughs> okay four three two one back to maintenance pace so what you should look at and this is where keeping a proper training diary is important is take a look at your performance in training the sessions that you enjoyed as well as the sessions where you met or exceeded your pace expectations and not only can they sometimes give you a good idea of where you may be underperforming in your training there can also be a good trigger in your brain for the things that work well and give you the confidence to perform when you're a bit lost so one of my sessions is one two three four then three two one minutes and you row each of them at your 2k rate and pace now that's hang on uh, 3, 2, 1, 6 that's 16 16 minutes at your 2k rate and pace which is probably a fair bit longer duration than you would row a 2k 
but what's really revealing is when you get to that four minutes and you can still hold your pace and even the three minutes after I mean there's rests between them all but the fact that when you've already rode 10 minutes at 2k pace you can still row another three shows your strength three two one power strokes here we go talking your strength really let the power surge through your arms don't pull at the front of the machine pull at the back finish with a strong handle last one back down to maintenance pace because for instance right now my 2k is seven minutes so when I do that one two three four three two one session and I manage to hold four minutes at 2k pace which is more than half the duration of my 2k and I've already had six minutes in my legs too I then look at a 2k in a completely different light so I start to think well it's only three minutes that I'd have to add to that four minutes if that was on fresher legs that's more than achievable three minutes can fly by if you attack it with the right mentality so training say yeah back on track training sessions that you succeed at can deliver the inspiration that you need in order to perform well at the big show but don't let a poor performance be the thing that directs your narrative let your process be what defines your personal rowing narrative so we've got one minute here and then 30 seconds sprint 
and then we basically just paddle home. Now I am gonna just finish at the maintenance pace and then we'll stop and have a quick drink and then do a cool down. So hopefully you're still okay to hang around for a two minute cool down just to loosen yourself off. All right, three, two, one, up to sprints. One stroke every two seconds for me. Try and feeling powerful. Just imagine what this would feel like in a real 2K. Nicely under control. Two more. One more. Okay. So just maintenance pace around 2k plus 18 for those that are counting or just whatever you feel like if you're just playing it by ear today I mean Listen, I'm a real stickler for structure. I think the great thing about a training plan or even something like my 30 days of 30 minute rows is that it's all laid out in front of you. You don't have to think, what am I going to do today? Which is often one of the biggest enemies of motivation, indecision. So if you have a plan, a series or a structure, to follow you should be more freed up to just get your kit on and row so hopefully you won't need this row at all or if anything you won't need it that often but remember for any time you have low motivation or just can't think of what to do that day, you might want to bookmark this row and just come back to it and let me talk you through it again. Hopefully, the familiarity will actually make it feel like a, 
a warm hug. In fact, let's make that the hashtag for today. I like to have a hashtag for people to use when leaving a comment on the YouTube video or podcast or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And we'll go with warm hug because that's what I hope this row has given you. That you're like, you know what? I needed that. Here we go then. Last stroke. There you go. That's 40 minutes just hopefully ticked over nicely. You'll be like, yeah, go for a shower. Then you can sit down on the couch again. Click into Ted Lasso and just go, I've earned this today. Which is fair enough. And then hopefully, as long as you take care of yourself and your mindset's in a good place, you'll be happy the next time round to either follow on with the plan or the series you're meant to be doing. <sighs> right. Two minute cool down. Send workout to PM5. Oh, no. Oh, it's notifications upon notifications. I just literally cleared four and then they just came through. That time it was an Instagram. <sighs> anyway, cool down. Do this run about 18 strokes a minute. Just back off the pace, about four or five out of 10, 2K plus 20-ish, and then just slow down from there. In three, two, one, let's go. So you're just really connecting here. You're just letting your body just fire up again, smolder a little bit. Make sure that the blood is pumping, your heart is beating. And then once we get about 30 seconds in, you can ease off the pace. Maybe run about 2K plus 30. Stick to about four out of 10. Bearing in mind, my whole effort thing, four out of 10 is kind of like walking upstairs, okay? One out of 10, well that's sitting on the couch watching Ted Lasso. Two out of 10 is when you walk into the kitchen to get a bag of crisps. <laughs> Three out of ten. I don't know, is that when you have to bend down to get them out the cupboard? Have to do a squat. And then four out of ten is basically walking up the stairs, walking up a hill. You're starting to, if you did it long enough, you were slightly out of breath. And then five out of ten is when you're starting to put in some kind of effort. Six out of ten is a little bit harder than that but you can still talk. And then seven and eight out of 10, talking gets tougher. You start to have to really push to hold on your pace. And then nine out of 10, or sorry, nine and 10 out of 10 is when the pace starts to get on top of you. And you really have to hold on. And if you keep up for long enough, you'll have to stop. <laughs> talking to stopping, that's me done on the cool down. Now you don't need to stop cooling down. 
whether it's that you want to cool down because you're feeling you need it or whether it's just that you're like, you know what, I'm just going to keep rolling for a bit because now I'm enjoying it. By all means, do that. Or you can climb off the machine, have a quick drink, and then on the top of the screen, mini-me should just have appeared, uh, starting off doing some hamstring stretches. And so basically, I go through hamstrings and then... I always get this wrong. Hamstrings, then glutes, then hip flexors, then quads, and then shoulders, um, back and chest, triceps, biceps, and forearms, I think. But just remember, for the, for the biceps, when you get to them, you put your hands behind you, but you have to rotate, okay? See how I'm rotating my hands out? It's really important, because what that does is it stretches the long bicep muscle, okay? And that's what, like, elongates it rather than stretches, sorry. It's so it, by twisting, you elongate that muscle, and then that then means that when you're stretching back, you get a decent stretch into your into your bicep okay so that's what he's busy doing up in the top of the corner uh very silent just going to go through it um it's round about 30 seconds per stretch basically what i do is i speed up or slow down that video in the top corner uh to match my outro chat because what i found right is that i'd finish the row and then i'd sit here and i'd talk mostly just fear of like separate se uh, separation anxiety just kind of like i just got all these words that have to come out and i have to and i'm like blah 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 like and kind of think you know what i can make good use of this rather than you having to sit there at the gym and i, I did say get off and, and have a stretch while um while i'm talking to you but i figured why not actually put an image of me stretch on there that you can you can follow along with that while i'm going through my end drivel who said drivel Who's, write me a, send me a letter. Um, yeah, so, uh, it's like a pant, see, problem is the pantomimes all got cancelled, so it's, it's currently December the 30th, you may be watching this on like July the 12th or something, but right now it's December the 30th, the day before Hogmanay, and trust me, when it comes to actually January the 1st, I'm going to need this row again, because there's a tiny chat, so I may, uh, may have a couple of, um, Jack Daniels just to celebrate the end of the year, I'm still, I'm not, I don't, I, I discovered, that actually drinking was the downside to uh, my my health <laughs> goals really were. Um, not only just because if you have too much, your body, you're basically poisoning your body and your body's like, I don't really feel like rowing today. But actually, it, the part of my brain that says don't eat that cake or don't have that extra mince pie or whatever, he just goes to sleep if I've had a beer or a glass of wine or a Jack Daniels and Coke. Um, so I just turn into like a fridge monster and I'm just constantly just like, what can I eat now? And I mean, the kids have a, like a treat box that, I mean, my kids are amazing. They've got, they still have, so remember it's December the 30th. They still have chocolate in their treat box. They've got these tins that we call treat boxes, got one each. They still have chocolate in there from last Halloween. So like chocolate is like clearly now gone off because it's like, it's what, 14 months gone. Um, but they've still got it in there because they're, they're just, they know when they're allowed the treats, but they don't consider like, they're unlike their dad. Um, they know they know that there's a time to have treats and there's a time not to. So I'll end up kind of going, oh, what's what's left? And kind of all kind of backfill. So I start to kind of eat from like last Halloween and try and kind of catch up because obviously you don't want chocolate to go off. That's a waste of chocolate. No, it makes me sound like a terrible dad, doesn't it? Sorry, I'm just looking down because I've still got this bump to my rail. See, that's the other good thing about him being up there is I can now get, I've got license to sit there. Yeah, I'm sure I've got a little bit of the kind of the covering under my rails coming off. Yeah, it means I could just talk absolute nonsense now, now that he's there. There's a reason that I can talk nonsense because I have to pad this out long enough for you to be able to do the stretching alongside it. Whereas before, it was just like self-indulgent whiffle. <laughs> now, I have to talk for at least 
something like four and a half minutes in order to get him through all his stretches and make it not like a Benny Hill. I mean, I could do say goodbye really quickly within 10 seconds, but it would be like a Benny Hill opening title sequence with me going... Yeah. So, I am going to say goodbye, though. I know. It's at the end of a comedy show, isn't it? When it's like, it's time for me to say goodnight, and everyone, go, everyone goes, boo, ah. Whereas you're on the rowing machine or whatever going, yay, <laughs> he's almost done. <sighs> but yeah, so... Um, I, I do uh, hope that, the, that this today's role really kind of worked for you for what it is and that um, you kind of, even if you were feeling really up for it today and you kind of, you made sure to hold, it was a good day for me. So I was holding right about my 2K plus 18 and then going for it. But um, if that resonated with you, then then you can think, oh, actually, yeah, that would work on a day when I'm feeling less motivated to row. Then I do suggest bookmarking it and coming back to it on those days because sometimes just handing your your the motivation over to someone else to just and like switching off any kind of part of your brain that actually has to hit targets sometimes having a target that 2k plus 18 target sometimes is just soulless because you're just like you're trying to hit there and you just don't feel like it and you're like oh come on man why are you trying to do this to me whereas those three and a half minute chunks were just about just get moving and make sure you've got a good posture that's all i care about um and then it's the power strokes and the sprints are when you then kind of think about rowing a little bit. So hopefully you can see that by just doing that. But you, and you'll still get a decent cardio workout out of it. And like I say, it's better that you've done that 40-minute row than you did nothing today, especially because of the power strokes and the sprints. So um, yeah, like I say, bookmark that one. Um, come back to it. Of course, leave me a comment. If you're like, you know what, you know what, big guy, I think you got that wrong. That's not the way to up the motivation. Um, but... I think let your let the performance, let the 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 workout, let the the row itself be what does it. There's no point me sitting here shouting at you and being all like being like, what do you mean you're not motivated? I'm gonna get you up for this, man. Come on, get yourself strapped in. Apologies for the fact that I went straight to that as an accent and that was my impression. I could have done any accent in the world, but I'm afraid I went for the kind of the shouty American PT type. I'm very, very sorry. I can, yeah, no, no, um, uh, this is what all the, the, the letters come in, but yeah, there's no point, what one says, there's no point me kind of short, throwing platitudes at you and telling you that you must just be motivated, just work harder, er, I'm helping you get up, I'm giving you that warm hug, helping you to get motivated into uh, rowing a decent session, and hopefully off the back of that, you go, you know what, actually that was good for me, and tomorrow I'm going to get back into the training plan that I want to, or or whatever, or even if you don't get into it tomorrow, at least you've just done a 40 minute road that's gonna be good for you from a, uh, just a fitness point of view, so yeah. Anyway, right, there we go, I'm done. I'm not gonna try not to, inst I'm just gonna say goodbye, so I make sure not to insult anybody else with another impression. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you very much for putting up with this end chat, but hopefully you have been stretching along with Mini-Me, who I'm hoping should be waving goodbye around about now. Bye-bye. And yeah, so leave me a comment. Let me know how you got on with this one. Uh, do make sure and check out my other roll-on workouts as well. Remember, I've got a whole bunch of plans and things here if you didn't know. Um, and uh, yeah, and I'm not going to bother trying to, yeah, I'm not going to do the whole, hey, say hi on the socials and buy my merch because that's not what I'm about. I'm just about trying to get you rowing. So I will just say goodbye and I'll see you in another video. Stay safe. Be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.